This is very interesting. Apparently, Australian mining companies have ties to brutal military junta and they have been exposed. Now, joining me now, and I love saying her name, we have Associate Professor Tway Tway T. Hain. Hello, Tway Tway. Hello, Jenny. <laughs> I Good love your name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you're from Myanmar yes, originally. Yes, I was born and brought up in Myanmar. I've been here 35 years in Australia. Oh, you're much an Aussie, that's for sure. Um, tell me the reason you left to come to the university, was it? I came to study, po- ah. postgraduate study in, um, yeah, so, um, in Australia and Curtin recognised my first degree. So here I am. Well, I'm glad you And started. I love it. I love, I love Australia. We feel very safe here. We're very lucky. Yes. Very lucky. Yes. Can I ask you the, the history of Myanmar? It's really quite incredible, very colourful, isn't it? Sometimes very extremely sad. When was it? Well, to tell us about the political situation when you were there. What, what was it like? So the only political system I grew up with was um, a socialist system. So socialist system under a dictator. Oh, right. Yes, so when I left the country, then the dictator was um, kind of dis- dislodged, meaning he, he stepped down. So I saw those footages in Canberra, in Australia, on someone's TV, you know, some um, friend's house, and I didn't think that was possible because he, you know, the mm-hmm. dictator was all-powerful to actually, you know, to even look up, you know. <laughs> Yes, 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 then then the military took over. Yeah. And has been ever since? Military took over, then military then kind of reformed themselves as civilian, but still the military personnel made up of, um, you know, what they call civilian uh, party, then back to military, and then we had a brief period mm. of democracy under uh, Do Aung San Suu Kyi. Uh, was country was going up, you know, started to gain international acceptance. Then suddenly, no one has expected this military coup in February in 2021. Mm, goodness me. Yes. In 1948, um, you gained independence from the UK, correct? Yes. And... Being under th- under them before that, was it a thriving country? Was it doing okay? Yeah, well, the memories of my parents, so they grew up in that that, that era, was um, that the, the currency, this is one measure, that the, our local currency was staying the same as sterling pounds. Oh, good. And yeah. my father used to say, used to buy these um, gifts for my mother from a department store in downtown uh, Rangoon and the same prices in London. Wow. So, so, yeah, so the country was, you know, thriving yeah. but politically starting to be quite unstable and had a lot of ethnic groups and Myanmar-dominant um, military and started to fight and then we had a military coup oh, by, a, a, by a, a... Yeah, the, by a... a Junta, and then, then the he became the head of the military, became the dictator. To be a civilian in the country with that unrest and never really quite knowing what the future is going to hold, it would have been very, must be very unnerving for the population. Yes, yes. So military everywhere, 
um, spies everywhere. You know, you couldn't you 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 couldn't say much. You know, in tea shops at uni, even in the house. You know, might be some some you know your housemates or uh, drivers or friends or could be could be spies. So we've been trained to be very very careful and alert, and then. Uh, not to hurt our parents' jobs because they've got no social security. So mm. their jobs, it's what we are, four, five of us are relying on. So mustn't do anything that's going to hurt my dad's public servant of job. Course, yeah. Very yeah. sad way to live day to day. But you wouldn't know any difference, I suppose, back in those days. Tell me, and I've, I've, please forgive me, I've forgotten the lady's name that has been jailed so often and she was a leader for some time, wasn't she? Do Aung San Suu Kyi. Oh, she so was beautiful. She, yes, she is a daughter of our independent hero, General Aung San. So much love. So he gained uh, independence for the country from the British. Right, yeah. But she, then he was assassinated. Um, yes, yeah, so when she was only three years old or oh, something, yeah. then she went to India with her mom to, to... Her mom got sent as an ambassador to India. So she didn't spend much time in, inside the country. So, But we always knew in our literature, her, her dad wrote about her and her name, and, you know, she's got her... Uh, his full name. And so we knew the existence of Aung San Suu Kyi since we were little. Then she came back to nurse her mom. Mom was ailing um, in 1988 or 89. Then the, then the political uprisal happened. People took to streets and then they realized she was back in town. So went to her and then she just stayed because her people wanted her. Yes, of course. Yes. For stability. Yeah. And she's been in and out of power. She's in jail. Uh, yes. Got out of jail for some time. Who took her? Because she would have been a more democratic, wouldn't she? Well, she was the one who brought that's democracy yes, to our country. So we didn't know democracy. This word in our language didn't exist. She brought, she's a democratic leader. Mm. She brought democracy and young Young people, in particular, embraced it, and that—that's what they are fighting for now. The democracy that they've lost. So that's what they're fighting for. Now, the, the group that do the uprising, what are they? Why are they doing this? I mean, they want power. Don't get me wrong. Is there money involved in this? Do they? Do they reap the reward of taking over and running the country the way they want? What? What, what is the purpose? So, so you meant the junta? Yes. Why? Why staged a coup? Yes. Um, I wrote the the conversation articles just soon after the coup and arguing that to protect economic interest, their economic interest, they took over. What would that be? Yeah. So the the economic interest that so they had this. They have now um, two big conglomerates that occupy a large share of the the economy. So yeah. those con- conglomerates are military owned. Ah, oh, okay. Yes, and their own personal interest, uh, mining, all of that. It's not the benefit for the country. No, no. just to protect oh, their own um, yeah. accumulated of money. economic interest. Yeah. Yes, the population of fifty-six million. Uh, it's a land of temples and pagodas, I read. Yes, yeah? yes. Beautiful country? Yes, beautiful country. Um, majority Buddhist with um, um, Christians, Muslims. Um, so it's very, very diverse. Mm. Yes. But people Rich today, the, the different cultures, do they get get on with each other? That is one thing 
one thing nice coming out of this coup is that people are united Good. against a common enemy, which is the junta. So now Burmen, which are the uh, dominant group, they have now they've understood other um, uh, ethnic groups, ethnic minority groups, because, you know, school curriculum and, you know, all that, we were not taught to understand each other. So now this coup has brought us together, good, never been closer, never been more united. Could they be overrun, do you think? Thrown out, thrown out? Um, the junta? Well, you know, since o- end of October, they call it Operation 1027. So 27th of October, there was a huge battle, and since then, military has been weakened. Good. So a huge battle by what they call three brother alliances. So the militia groups, ethnic minority groups, joining up, and they staged a, 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 a big battle. So now many towns and military posts, including the ammunitions, are in the hand of the resistance. That's the military good. has been really um, weakened. Weakened, strength mm. in numbers. Yes, yes. so that's the... This everything kind of the tables are turned now well i hope it does let's just hope and that poor woman still sort of in the in jail in terrible conditions yes very very sad i think everyone around the world knew about that one yes what about the australian mining companies what ties do they have with junta well the very recently i think last last week so that's 30th of january there was a report came out is an investigative journalism journalist group activist group uh, published a report uh, uh, minds against humanity the title and exposed 10 australian companies australian linked companies are still active in myanmar uh, despite the coup so the the report named those companies really? and what's their link and um, so some of them are not directly linked. I mean, not not many of them are actually none of them are directly linked to military owned companies, which are currently under U.S. sanctions, Australian sanctions as well. But they are linked indirectly, like a client of a client of a client. Is that deliberate to? sort of not let anyone know that they are involved, do you well, think? Until, Is that a tactic? Yeah, yeah well, until this, pub, this yes. report was published and uh, not Gosh. many people knew about it. Even Australian government kept on saying um, we don't have, Australia doesn't have many economic interests in Myanmar, therefore sanctions might not be effective and therefore Australian government is not imposing as many, nowhere near as many sanctions as is democratic counterparts like UK, US, Canada and the EU. Mm. But now it shows that there is a significant interest. Oh, in so, well, seemingly. What, yes. what do you think may happen now that this is a, a possibility that we all know now? And what can happen to these companies? Well, it's a stepping up of calls to Australian government to impose sanctions on the mining enterprises, which are directly under the control of the military, and individuals and mining interest. So it's an it's, it's a stepped up call to impose sanctions on mining. And looking back, this happened, these 10 companies still active in Myanmar. That's because the Australian government hasn't imposed sanction on mining interests. So mm. if sanction had been there, these companies would not be able to work with these military 
interest. Yeah. So the Australian government have just found out about these companies or have they known all along, do you think? We don't know. You don't know. They, no, maybe yeah. that, um, you know, you know, the Myanmar small, so that's a, a, a cross-the-board under-knowledge kind of, um, um, yeah, mm. they don't know much about Myanmar as well. So, so maybe that they don't know the extent of mining companies' activities. And it's more than Chinese. Yes. Yeah, traditionally, you would have thought Chinese has been there. There will be more footprint. Australian footprint is bigger, mm-hmm. not in a large scale mining, but in a like service providing, testing, uh, exploration. It's not good for Myanmar, is it, and the residents? No, no, not at especially all. mining is no, very opaque. Very opaque. Yeah. A lot of um, uh, uh, activities go in informal and military involvement there, and a lot of money generated for the military so military go and buy arms and then that's exactly it's uh, like supporting them in the roundabout way what do do you think the australian government should be doing now taking responsibility and and putting those sanctions in place yes 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 so you know they have to respond to the core is there anything being done or said well on the um so first round australian government sanctions first round um, to the two military-owned conglomerates and the the generals, the the member of the, the top members of the uh, coup government. So there's a first round. Took two years to do that, whereas UK, yeah. US, Canada came up with sanction quite quickly. So the same government has taken two years. But on the third anniversary, that was the first February this year, second round of sanctions. So banks is very good banks and jet fuel because mm-hmm. the government used aerial bombing because they could not they could not compete in the ground attacks so they use area bombing to bomb women and children oh, that's you know, horrible. dissident mm-hmm. so it's got two new sanctions freshly imposed by Australia which is much welcomed by the um, anti-coup movement these are the two state-owned banks and jet jet fuel importers but now yeah. a third round calling for sanctions on mining interest mining enterprises. Let's hope it happens. hope so I, I obviously am not aware but i would have thought that someone would have come in to help you people uh, another country for example i mean you know we've had people australian forces and everyone going in and helping people that are being overrun by you know these awful rebels and so on i, I just don't understand why you're not getting this help no, that's one very sad thing about the reality yeah. of this, you know, international relations and UN Security Council and all of that doesn't seem to have either not taken interest or not being effective. I mean, we have a regional block, which is the ASEAN Association for Southeast Asian Associations. They had this, they call five-point consensus that agreed the junta has signed all of that that mm. we release prisoners um, you know s- uh, stop violence none of that has been adhered to and as ASEAN could not do anything about it or not not taken much interest in doing something about it but the world the international community kept referring to yeah. the leadership of the ASEAN and ASEAN has shown that they could not lead in to solve the Myanmar crisis. Well let's just hope um, and I'm sure a lot of people are hoping it to be the case that now this has been exposed something may happen but I mean to have the, the loss of human life and this ongoing it stops it starts it's just quite awful for all of you have you got family back there? 
Yeah, so you know, ev- ev- yeah, ev- a lot of us have families back there, and then they um, they just coping, you know. But then you know, yeah, my people are religious, and also uh, uh, family help coming from outside. Uh, quite yes. a lot of people, you know, we all find ourselves having to send money, you know, to help uh, yes, indirectly or all of that, and they cope. They cope. Is a a situation in the country where you have things to export for your economy? Do you have? Uh, is it just mining? Well, extractive industries, yeah, mining mm-hmm. and gas, gas, uh, gas and um, yes, this is a gas pipelines to Thailand, okay, and also to China, and sometimes resource curse, you know, because we have these. There's a lot of geopolitics have involved, not always on the ground of human rights. Oh, uh, good, ge- not human. Geopolitics involved, and um, that's sometimes not yeah. not good for the people. It, it's certainly not, and it must be very frustrating for you to know that that is happening, and it's ongoing too. But yes. at least this has been exposed, and we thank you very, very much. I just love saying your name, Tway Tway T. Hain. Thank you very much. <laughs> you said it very well. Thank you. <laughs> I've been practicing. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.